Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me today. Manchester in the UK is well known for football and Oasis, but it's fast becoming known as a leading centre for HR tech, thanks to the efforts of my next guest, Nikki Hoyland. Nikki is the CEO of a very cool company called Hula. Nikki, thank you very much for joining me today. Hey, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Great to have you along. Let's start by taking it back a step and just learning a bit about you. What's your background that led you up to the point where you are now leading the business Hula? Yeah, I'm a self-confessed HR tech nerd, I think <laughs> it's fair to say. Uh, the right side of nerd. I uh, absolutely adore what I do and putting humans at the centre of, of HR technology. That stems back to, to very early on in my career. Um working a lot inside Cisco and Microsoft products and understanding real technical competencies around solutions. Um, starting to try to then kind of pick apart how to explain that to people that weren't necessarily techie and in a more sort of humanized way. Um, then went over to, to join Orange um, at the time. Uh, yep. Prior to that, forming with T-Mobile and becoming EE. Um, held a, a number of different roles in inside uh, inside my career there um, that again started to focus a lot on um, HR technology and how we start to move people into a digital space that offers a really nice blend of you know face-to-face and not forgetting that, that people are human beings and the way they feel and the experiences that they have um, but also you know starting to, to really personalize and use smart smart approach to, to technology um, Moving on from there, co-founded my own business in Digital Balance, where we became a true techie extension of our customers' team um, and provided them with bespoke either software or content solutions, working with the likes of Santander, L'Oreal, Expedia, Now TV, um, and then sold the business and now I'm CEO of the, the full group, where, as you say, we're about to launch our SaaS product, Hula, uh, which launches at the beginning of April. Fabulous. And when you sold the business, um, what was the catalyst for that? And was it a, I don't know, a scary moment, an exciting moment? Can you describe that? Yeah, it, it was all of those, all of those things. Um, I think <laughs> setting up your own business um, when you 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 don't necessarily come from um, kind of backing in terms of of money, and it's something that feels right. And it feels like the correct approach both in terms of where your passions lay and the impact that you can start to have in, a, in an industry. Um, doing that from a zero sort of balance and starting to let that build and the risk that that presents to, to you as an individual is you know, a, a huge, huge risk and something that you, you have to go off, off your gut if that, if that feels yeah. right. Um, that only escalates uh, as you employ people and as their, their mortgage depends on you know, what you what you bring in and how you run the business and how effective you are and how many more clients you get and so on. Um, so that, that tended to really allow uh, myself and my, my, my co-founder of the, of the business, we, we were very much in a, we'd have to react to size of change um, and react to growing the team necessarily than 
than being kind of very proactive in our approach really Um, so some of the the sale of the business was really to allow that to kind of kick on to the next level with investment that enabled growth of teams and stability and business maturity around processes that hadn't hadn't been able to be there previously that really allowed the business to grow up and all of the passion and excitement and and great um approach to the 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 solutions that we gave and offered to customers it allowed that business maturity to really wrap around it and uh, extend the the growth of of reach too yeah and when you were uh, you'd sold the business um, and you were looking to the next step and you have built hula now how do you choose to go into that area say how did you choose the hr industry first and then how do you choose a, a subsection within that because there was a huge ocean of options for you to choose from so how'd you go with that one yeah, I think because my background had always been in um, kind of adult adult learning and why we tend to use technology inside the the, the learning space, that that really bleeds out so much more from my point of view when you when you fully understand the all areas of the of the business that that isn't necessarily just learning as one tangible. It's, you know, how are we uh, attracting talent, recruiting talent, onboarding talent, um, managing um, individuals through a employee experience and an employee journey um, and learning is one facet of that. But how can we enable that full technology stack that exists in a business to just start to work harder and smarter for us? And that's really one of the main sort of concepts and principles of Hula really is to, 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 really understand and ascertain that end-to-end employee experience and employee journey that you know we've done some surveys just recently that would suggest that some individuals in in corporates have anywhere upwards of sort of 42 systems to have to um, learn different logins to different usernames different passwords different user experience user interface and you don't know what you don't know as an individual. And even when you do know, you spend a lot of time trying to search and find those things. So the concept of Hula really, really challenges us to push more with the technology stack that we have, put that inside a consumer grade experience that makes sense and allow us to see uh, an employee experience of all systems that doesn't necessarily just attach itself to an LXP or benefit system. It's about a complete end-to-end of, of any any system or any application that you run inside your business. Now, a subset of that is, is the employee experience, as I say, of, of how, as an individual, you, you approach everything inside your digital work life um, and how you can then start to blend that inside your digital personal life too, which, as you can probably tell, I'm, a, I'm, I'm hugely passionate about in this space. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's really where kind of the, the HR tech um, angle from a, from a technology and a software implementation started to, to come through really for me. Yeah, fabulous. And for people listening, Nikki knows what she's talking about. She's also won several awards for people development strategy, innovation, learning content. I believe you were named in Tech Nation's top 10 inspiring women yep. powering tech and uh, most inclusive HR influencer list yeah, as well. You've been yeah, busy. Been a, just a quiet year in the midst of yeah, the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if I turn to Hula then, firstly, you did describe it, but how would you do the whole elevator pitch or when you're, you're first meeting people, you've only got a, a few moments to tell them what it is. How would you summarize it? And then secondly, I'd love to look at some of the use cases, why employers, businesses come to mm, use Hula. Yeah, I think, 
over my my career we've we've seen these approaches of trying to create one system that's all things to all people and you'll have probably seen them yourself that that then tries to call out on a home page or inside admin to be yeah. a bit of a melee of information for users to try to to navigate um companies work so siloed um across departments that comms won't take talk to hr who won't speak to talent who won't speak to it who won't speak to finance and if you were going to have that as a conversation to bring people together you'd probably get everybody in a meeting room and go hey how does this work end to end so hula is that digital place to aggregate all of your systems together as i say not just hr tech but that could be your finance systems your design systems you know how to book a parking space when you when you visit hq how to put that into one place that becomes searchable it becomes personalized and it becomes um my front door into all systems as a as an end user now from a use case as i say a lot of um, businesses have anywhere upwards of, of 40 plus systems um, that an individual is expected to to remember and try to navigate across. Yeah. I think the pandemic's really shown us that we need to be really reactive to what people want and need. And that's very hard to do when you're not with them physically. So to try to understand where there are gaps of either content or systems or resources that people need that they can't find either because they don't know they're there um, or because they're not just searching for them incorrectly really allows admin to reduce search times and service in need that they perhaps weren't aware of previously. So Hula isn't about kind of rip and replace and it'll be just this one silver bullet system. It's about making what you've got work a lot harder for you and integrating the user's personal life into part of that digital journey that, you know, again, the pandemic around, we're looking at employee lifestyle. It's not a life cycle anymore. We, there is that total blend between what I'm doing in my personal life on you know, digital meetings such as Zoom or Teams or how I'm starting to react, uh, interact with, with friends or businesses outside of work. And there's that true blend of how all of that comes together that quite frankly causes a lot of, of, of digital burnout at the moment that I think yeah. once we've dealt with the virus, we're going to see the impact of that on people's mental health. Um, and Hula enables you a way to personalize your own workspace that that makes that manageable for you in uh, such a vast array of tech. Okay, so that could be the answer to what I was wondering is the difference between Hula and, I don't know, is it a competitor to the classic company intranet? Yeah, but I, I guess that would be the most sort of tangible hook that you would put it to. Uh, I think from an internet point of view, again, what we, we tend to do with an internet is try to overwhelm it with, you know, it's yeah. comms, it's systems, it's the, the the next greatest best thing that becomes a little dated. Um, often you can only access that on certain devices um, and you certainly can't personalise that with a lot of your own content or in, a, in an easy sort of consumer grade um, experience that doesn't then really offer that kind of total blend of personal and, and business business work world sort of merging together yeah and so what are the kinds of employers or business types that you guys focus on it's been interesting actually um because in order to have the challenge of you know users don't know what they don't know and there's so many systems and yeah. how do you get their attention you have to be of a certain size that clearly that's a problem um but one of the feature sets that you know will be inside of Hula is how to 
start to share resources that matter to you. So I don't know if you do this yourself, Ben, but I'll constantly be texting myself or emailing (laughs) myself or I'll have too many tabs open of either white papers or videos (laughs) or blogs that I really want to digest and go back to. But due to the very speed and nature and and busyness of work, I just don't have time in that moment. So I'll do that constant reminder back to myself, um, which I think is where um, some of the the more features that are really personalized to the end user of, of Hula of, of bringing in kind of playlists to be able to manage those, those snippets of information and the topics that make sense is probably where we've seen, um, you know, more, more individuals say, Oh my gosh, this would really help me in my personal life actually outside of just work that that feature alone solves some of my challenge. So we've had lots of schools and, you know, even parents at the minute sort of saying, do you know what that that's an answer to what we need to that helps with some of that homeschooling resources and how do you get to everything that's that's required so i think it's it's truly trying to listen to how people use digital technology and the workarounds that they try to make for themselves um and again that to pull back to it that blend of that personal and business that we just can't can't escape from now Absolutely. So what are your plans for establishing and then growing the business and, you know, extending your reach? It's, um, it's, it's interesting inside of a pandemic um, yeah. to know exactly how that, that plays out because obviously previously and, and 12 months ago, we'd, you know, you would, you would put a big focus in terms of conferences and being with people and, you know, building that relationship and that rapport and some of the, the, the very nature of what we're talking about here is digital burnout and how we can start to bring wellbeing into the platform of Hula that, that really addresses digital wellbeing for, for HR, for managers and for organizations. Um, I think we're all feeling a, a little bit of that, that digital burnout from conferences. So it, it's tricky to know and if I had a crystal ball yeah. that would be ideal um the the appetite that we've had uh, to date from you know the doing doing similar sort of pieces to things like this and me offering advice and um as I say listening to some of the the challenges that face businesses at the moment and face individuals and you know 2020 was such a year for us to react we had to act quickly you know digital transformation projects that were two three years in the making and in the planning had to be executed in you know two three weeks um and we had to do uh, a lot with very little um, and that had to be a bit kind of smash and grab and put something in that you know was better than nothing and enable people to continue i think 2020 has to focus on how we now embed those things and how we listen and learn and personalize those experiences such that they become more stable and more functional for the business inside of the challenges that we will face. Absolutely. What about uh, internal information and work practices and things like that? Is is Hula storing that kind of stuff? So procedures or learnings on the internal or is it more uh, company-wide or department-wide information and external information? It can be essentially what you want it to be. So because it aggregates what you have, it's a way to, uh, to get out to things that people either are aware of, but it's difficult to navigate or they don't know they're there. So as an example, you know, we all use and absolutely love SharePoint um, and uh, probably at parts hate it equally too, because it can sometimes become a bit of a dumping ground and mm. lots and lots and lots of files that it's really difficult to navigate. 
So if you wanted to create a, a tile or uh, within Hula, there was a, you know, this is how to get to the brand folder as an example, and you've got an imagery that makes sense to you. That's just a very quick and easy way to get out to, to what's required. So again, it's about utilizing some of what you have to just work harder for you inside that employee experience and, and navigating things a lot easier. Yeah. I think it's such an important area, capturing knowledge and not just capturing knowledge for that sake, but capturing the knowledge of top performers or the best practices and sharing that out. I've I've long been a fan of that approach. I think this is a a really solid opportunity for companies to use so they can capture that and disseminate it in an organized fashion or a way, as you said earlier, it's personalized to people and to roles and to departments and companies. Yeah, I think knowing what your people need is so pivotal and important because we tend to just assume that we know and even the way that we perhaps signpost things or the way that we even name things or you know we'll we'll refer to things that's perhaps not the 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 kind of verb that the individual would use for that system or site so to know you know what are those most regularly visited um pieces that that you offer where are the gaps and where do you have those things but you're just not speaking the same language as an individual that works remotely that has been onboarded you know digitally and perhaps never had that side-by-side interaction with their manager or a colleague yeah um so i think to really start to learn around what these trends inside digital um and start to look at you know just to pull back because it something that matters hugely to me around digital well-being is to to see actually where are people feeling that sense of burnout and even if that's in the most simplistic way of trying to find that information inside an MVP how can we use that data and listen and learn and start to offer resources or you know flexibility in the workplace that 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 take digital well-being outside of kind of just you know, we put some fruit in a bowl and offered a free yoga class. We, we need to go a lot <laughs> further than that in a, in a remote way of working. Yeah, definitely. And on the growth side, I mean, I'm a long fan of partnerships and teaming up with other companies and things like that. Is that something you would look at for Hula, either partnering with consultants so that they refer in as uh, referral partners or partnership programs and then other HR tech businesses? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I'm a, I'm a, big believer in the you know we're a lot stronger together um both in terms of society businesses um and as and as vendors and i think of course it's a commercial space of course there's going to be a competitive nature to what people do um it's a big enough space and we all do things brilliantly um so if we can try to combine those things and make that technology work a lot harder for for people um and start to really listen to you know that that putting human beings back at the center of HR technology, because we're not talking about algorithms and pixels. We're talking about an individual that's at the end of that experience. And I think sometimes we lose that when we just focus on process or features or, you know, vendors being hugely competitive with each other and just trying to do the next best thing just slightly differently, but you know, it's, Mm. it's, it's replication. So I'd love to be in a space that we can we can work harder and smarter together um, and would genuinely really welcome um, chats and partnerships like that, that other other folks and individuals that you know, want to to do better yeah. by the, the end user that we, we help. Um, I'm all up for. Good, good. And as you said, I mean, before the pandemic, people were going to conferences and networking and meeting people and making deals and all sorts of things. So that's kind of died away a bit. But you know, we'll see a resurgence in partnerships and, and development in those areas, I'm sure. Yeah, I think it's yeah. been nice for, for lots of companies to 
to to pivot and connections to be made. I mean, I know myself, I I certainly saw 2020 as the year of creating, you know, new networks and and people that I really, really value in my in, in my um connected sort of networks now that you know are full global level and global scale. And whilst the pandemic has been hugely limiting um and you know incredibly negative on so many people's lives and, and business it's also offered so much positivity that you know we've been truly allowed to pivot and kind of rip up this rule book of how yeah. networking was done or business was 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 done and go actually how do we define the future of work and the future of technology and the future of partnerships um, and I think being open to that and perhaps not trying to force the old into the the new um you know, trying to replicate some of those things that are needed, absolutely, um, is important. But I think at times when we just try to force, well, how would we have done that face-to-face? Let's just smash that into something digital. It doesn't always work. Whereas if we go, you know, this is a new approach and a new a new medium for us to try something completely new and let's learn and pivot and sort of challenge ourselves inside that, I think you know, that's where we'll start to see businesses thrive that, you know, we're not going back to quote-unquote normal and, you know, frankly, in, in many ways, why, why would you want to um, revert back when so many positives have come out and you know, the workforce and business will expect this hybrid way of working? Um, I think it's just important for us to, to, to offer support to each other. And as you say, you know, some of those sort of face-to-face events, I think we will start to see come back, perhaps in small scale towards the end of the year, but certainly yeah. into next year. But I think we'll look very differently now. Um, and that's got to be a positive thing, right? It's got to be yeah, a, a yeah. more inclusive and a more diverse way to include new new individuals that perhaps wouldn't have been previously. Yeah. I love that line you just said. I'm picturing a large old school corporation, but old school approach to business and so on. And then you use that line, let's smash this into something digital. You know, let's, <laughs> uh, let's do something for the kids. Let's make an app. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I really love the focus and and also previously when you're talking about, it's not just about the pixels and the data and all that sort of stuff. There's a person sitting there at the end, the end user, the customer, whoever that is, but even more so these days when we're all remote working or whatever it may be, you know, we have to think of the person at the end of that rather than just the systems and the pixels. Yeah. yeah, and with it, with all the industry um, in in terms of tech and and the, and the drug industry to refer to our, our people as as users, uh, <laughs> and I think if we can pull back to that, that's a human being that feels and experiences, um, and every single human being is unique. They're complex. You know, they 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 have different needs. Um, I think rather than this one size fits all that. If, look, if it was the customer experience, we we would we would tackle that and we would approach. You know, omni-channel and A/B testing, and if this, mm. then that kind of routes and that, that become very specific and personalised. Um, we need to bring more of that in now to, to digital um, inside the inside the workplace. That the pandemic, I think, threw us off a lot, and we had to just pivot and react and do something, as I say. But it's now yeah. time to start to bring that focus back. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you've had such an amazing track record of success and you've had a wide range of experience within the HR industry. What do you see coming down the line in terms of HR? Because previous to the pandemic, we were talking about things like agile HR and other things were moving into focus. What do you see coming down in this sort of crazy world we've we've reached? I think some of the obvious jump to would be looking at things like VR of how do you create experiences in in a digital space that offer more of that connection. Uh, VR for, for, it, 
for people? Yeah, inside of learning or oh, sorry, yeah. the acronym just oh, to explain for to people. Virtual reality and you know, making sure you've got virtual. headsets and hardware that enable that to happen, as well as you know, what is the 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 medium and digital content that you want to yeah. space now that's completely flexible in parts. And I know that that's not for every business, but again, there isn't that one size fits all. I don't think there is this when we've talked about well, what what will the world of look, work look like um, post pandemic. I think there'll be this hybrid nature that we see come through between the the blend of a physical space and digital space, and that will that will ebb and flow and be different for for all organisations. And you know, we'll we'll change and adapt over time. I think the thing will be important for us is to see how we start to use that data um, to be more, you know, data data led, so we can take into into account the human beings that are involved in that process and the change of business rather than just solely data driven and solely automated but as we've known mm. you know, with with roles of the future and skills gap coming there are more automated um jobs that will come through and i think we'll start to see that true true blend of how we enable that to happen inside a a, a very very different landscape of work that's been been forced from the pandemic um but yeah my, my main focuses yeah. i think are around that, that that true blend of work and personal inside a digital space well-being mm. and data yeah no that makes perfect sense i think you're right that's what's coming down the line so for people listening to this i do recommend you check out hula because I'm having little flashbacks to consulting projects I did and HR work I did in the past and going to different locations for corporations where we're trying to drive through cultural change and there's different information, different work practices and different cultures in different locations or even within different teams and silos within businesses. Nikki, you've just described there, it's a nice hybrid approach coming down the line, digital, real world, all this sort of thing. I think Hula is going to play an important part in that hybrid working world. And for consultants and for employers and HR professionals, if you're listening to this, I suspect that Hula will have a, a very interesting place to play within that change. So Nikki, any final thoughts for people who want to learn more about Hula and whether they want a partner or become a client or refer business to you, what should they do next? Yeah, if you uh, contact um, me and perhaps in show notes, we can put um, links to, to sites on social. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm Nikki Hoyland on most platforms. Um, for me, I, I love to, to talk to folks and understand where they're at, their experiences, how technology needs to, to help them. Um, and I think we need, as, as vendors, it's about listening to, to these challenges and these changes and you know, the, how, how technology can help in that, that process. The more people that you know, want to experience Hula, and I'm a big fan of test driving a car and just having a, having a look <laughs> across our, our site and starting to, to, to see the benefits for, for yourself, I think is, is where the value comes in. Yeah. And yeah, work with us in terms of the, the roadmap and what we're launching with is clearly MVP. Um, and then we're, we're, we're looking to, as I say, create these round tables and really, really changing how we make tech work harder in the, the future of work. Fantastic. And can you just call out, spell out the address, the website address for, for listeners? Yeah, so it's uh, www.hula, which is H-U-L-E-R.io. .io, perfect. Well, Nikki, I wish you all the best with the launch and thank you very much for talking with me today. Thanks ever so much. Cheers, man. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. 
That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.